after all these years, we're still just Dan and Justin, two cats that are wild about cereal. And you, I presume, after this absence, are still you, a appreciator of cereal and someone who needs just a minute to just breathe, relax, and think about cereal. This is The Empty Bowl. My name is Justin McElroy, and I'm a cereal enthusiast. Uh, and my name is Dan Goubert, and I'm a cereal chronicler. I don't think that's I a real that. word, but it feels that. about right. feels like you have a scroll on your back mm-hmm. that has a bunch of cinnamon sugar all over it. And they're all laminated to protect from milk, obviously. Of course, obviously. Uh, this is a show that, if you have not listened to it, this is a show designed to uh, give you a little room to breathe in a hectic world. If you need that mind space, uh, we are here for you. Uh, what we can promise is that we're going to talk to you about cereal, and that's about it. Uh, this on this one, this one's pretty limited in scope. Got some calming noises, and I personally want to seriously invite you. Lean back, relax, close your eyes if that's your thing, and just unwind while you think about cereal. We have so much good stuff lined up for you. Oh, you're not kidding. You wouldn't believe Uh, it. If the start of the year was sort of a new cereal madness in a sense, we got a bit of a a dry spell after that, Yeah. but now the industry is back in sort of full force, and they're cranking them out on the daily. So in the past month, a lot of stuff has been announced. I've had a lot of things enter my pantry and mouth as well. Um, but I think right now in sort of the cereal climate, there's two dominating headlines and they're both from General Mills. So the first that was just announced and launched uh, this past week is a new Philo's cereal uh, in two different flavors. These are Hershey's Cookies and Cream and Pillsbury Cinnamon Roll uh, Philo's. So, are, so is Philo's an existing brand or is this a new brand? So it's funny. It's it's a new brand, but last year there were three bagged cereals that only hit certain areas, and they were the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churros, which, as we all know, came out. Um, there was Extra Large Reese's Puffs, which I haven't heard anything about since, and then there was Cookies and Cream Philo's, uh, which was super exciting at the time. I know a couple people managed to land them down and review them, but I never saw it anywhere, and I thought they were extinct for good because that was like a year ago. But now not only is that cereal real and with a Hershey's branding, but it's joined by Pillsbury Cinnamon Roll as well. Excellent. Wow, that sounds like it could be really good. If they get the cream right, that's going to be the question, right? So that's the funny part also (laughs) is that when I was reading all these sort of BuzzFeed listicle articles about it, like you will not believe how this is going to change breakfast. Um, They were talking about how they're filled with, quote, icing, where the box says they're full of cream. So I'm kind of wondering where that line is. Um, Yeah, it's very it's very strange. They look appealing. I will say this. They look appealing. They definitely took the Crave model and just amped it up. And I know that Crave has a lot of haters out there. But I think this one does deserve our full attention going forward. I yes. like it. I think I like yeah. Crave personally. That's just my thing. But I like it. Simple. Yeah. It's not um, trying to do too much. What's our other big uh, General Mills story this this episode? 
So this one came as a total surprise. It's two new drumstick cereals, like officially branded, like the ice cream drumstick, you know, the, the waffle cone and the sort of dipped top. But it is coming in two new flavors as well. You have classic vanilla and mint chocolate. And when you look at both these cereals, I'm a bit more hesitant about them because if you ever had, did you ever have ice cream cone cereal? Uh, I'm familiar with it. I don't know if I ever had it myself. So that was a General Mills cereal as well that actually used these conical pieces to really get that sense of authenticity and really just pierce you in the roof of the mouth with flavor. Whereas these two new drumstick cereals are a mishmash of existing pieces. So you have these golden gram type pieces acting as a cone. You have what looks essentially like Cocoa Puffs being the, the chocolate. And then in each one, there is a, a disc as well that you will probably recognize that shape from Thin Mint cereal that General Mills also did. Mm. But one of them is mint, and I'm assuming the other one is... I couldn't tell you, to be honest. More cone? <laughs> um, I uh, I think this is an interesting uh, Nestle and uh, General Mills teaming up to uh, to do a partnership. That's great to see that kind of collaboration. All for it's, a good it's kind cause. Of a hot trend right now because you had the Sour Patch Kids, the Hostess cereals, sure. all the different cookies that Post is doing too. Um, and this one feels sort of like a direct look at the the Malto Meal Cold Stone Creamery flavors. If, if I can express a frustration with all of these, I, especially with the drumstick, I feel like a lot of these cereals would be improved by, I don't know what you'd call it in the cereal business, but like, less generic tooling on these pieces um I, you mentioned in the article uh and it's hard to tell exactly from the picture what we're dealing with here but the ice cream like the uh, there's nothing in here that looks like an ice cream cone nothing in here looks like that's a true. drumstick particularly and i think that that's kind of a shame and they really they really tease you too with the sort of chocolate dipped waffle cone bowl on the box yeah which i have to assume is not included inside and it forces you to you know go steal your own from a local ice cream shop uh, with two peas and an e that is <laughs> and folks that's illegal we, we have expressed it to you many times here you can't just go steal that kind of thing <laughs> it's actually in the code of conduct on my site is that we are strictly anti-waffle bo waffle bowl swiping <laughs> uh one more one more big story before we get on to the to the others yeah this is sort of uh two different products in three colors uh, that is it's two patriotic releases one is cabin crunch's red white and blue crunch now if you are a serial news follower you immediately probably made the connection to this and cabin crunch's freedom crunch <laughs> which was a whole snafu last year in that uh, I found this information and I found official product photos of a Freedom Crunch cereal, which really seemed so ridiculous to be true because it's got Cap'n Crunch saluting with an eagle, a bald eagle on his arm, and the whole back is just plastered with, uh, you know, all kinds of star-spangled regalia. Right. And it, it later turned out that that wasn't a real cereal because I tweeted at Captain Crunch and he was still sort of on social media hiatus but it was an important enough deal that he <laughs> resurrect his presence to tell me that no that is indeed not real despite the fact that some weeks later some dude in Minnesota told me he found it on the shelves and he had real pictures of it and further evidence is that 
there's an officially licensed t-shirt for Freedom Crunch still out there available for purchase. Well, so you I, tell me then, Captain. I've, seems like maybe you're, you're kind of fibbing here a little bit, old friend. Mm-hmm. Well, you look at the new box, and a lot of the art is almost exactly the same. I think the, the hand holding the spoon is the same. The captain's weird, like, stink eye, like he just sort of, he smelled a rough one, uh, is still in place and looking <laughs> kind of uncanny. But they got rid of the eagle, I guess, to, I don't know, maybe there was a pr problem with conservation of bald eagles that they couldn't represent that and imply that you're eating it. <laughs> I'm, reach, I'm reaching here. It's got to be something. It's got to be something. <laughs> But, you know, sort of also on the American flag trend, Pop-Tarts has also debuted a red, white, and blueberry flavor of pastry. I know we don't talk about Pop-Tarts too often. You but know how I feel about this, Dan, but I... dear to my heart. I understand. It's, I, I just feel like it's a perversion of everything we stand for. <laughs> Pop-Tarts are very important to you. <laughs> Thank you for indulging me. But if you look at the history, even of red, white, and blue Pop-Tarts, there's two that came before it. There was red, white, and berry, as well as red, white, and cherry. Uh, the second of which making absolutely no, no sense. sense. <laughs> a red, white, and red flag. Uh, perhaps it was uh, a Swiss contractor, yeah. General Mills, or Quaker, who thought of that one. Canadian treat. But, um, so these are already hitting some shelves. I was actually able to buy a box online at, of all places, Menards. Okay. Which, for all you non-midwesterners is a a very big sort of hardware store around here and they're well known amongst, uh, sort of midwest children for their slogan of save big money at menards which around the schoolyard would always be you know sort of re recounted as save big money at menards okay um, very <laughs> which good sounds like Sounds like what Captain Crunch was probably saying when he made that face. <laughs> I put that I put that together when I was uh, looking at it today. But uh, if if you want a box of red, white, and blueberry pop tarts, you can get them for like two bucks off Menards.com, and they'll ship them to you. Um, have they have you received those yet? I have not yet. But right, we'll there was a mail-in rebate on that where I can uh, get seventeen cents back. So I'm really looking forward to that opportunity. Less than the price of the stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I so am. There, oh, sorry. Uh, I I was just gonna say I'm I'm ready to to blast into these hot hot takes, if you will. Yeah. So to catch up on sort of our backlog, I want to do a lightning round. So I'm gonna describe the rest of these in one sentence, and you try your best to respond in just one sentence. So first we have General Mills. I guess you can have two sentences for this one. I'll preface because it's two okay. things. Uh, General Mills is releasing a new peanut butter checks which is basically just like every other checks variety but flavored like peanut butter. Uh I think that will be good. I think checks is a great cereal structure. Okay, perfect. Uh General Mills is also dropping a mermaid cereal which is basically the color of Mardi Gras and it only has a fruity flavor which I can kind of imply will likely be like the fruity lucky charms or perhaps the Super Mario cereal from Kellogg's. My kids are going to love it. <laughs> okay, next we have Kellogg's releasing a new vanilla almond raisin bran crunch. So they got little almond slivers continuing the legacy of apple strawberry raisin bran crunch as well as raisin bran with bananas. Sounds delicious. Don't think I'll buy it. Not fun enough. <laughs> well, if you want fun, the last one on the list is FYE. 
released Garbage Pail Kids cereal with Barf Bite Marshmallows. So it's a, a sort of fruity Rice Krispies mix with these little little bits that are meant to look like barf, but they're really just pill-shaped marshmallows. I'm really mad they didn't go with an oatmeal here. But, and your reaction? Uh, my reaction is this. I can't believe I keep getting excited for these licensed cereals. The <laughs> FYE stands for Fool You Every Time. Yep, it's just an easy ten dollars they get out of you. I deserve it. <laughs> uh, we have also missed out on a lot of reviews while we've been absent. What have we? Uh, what have we got piling up in our two review uh, decorative bin? <laughs> well, I'll knock this one out quick because I know you're probably not here for it. It is chocolate cupcake pop tarts. They, <laughs> you got a problem? It's fine. You have to talk about Pop Tarts. You have a legally mandated. It's in our extensive multi-page contract. You get to talk about Pop Tarts. You get more of the inheritance, though, so it all That's balances true. out. <laughs> okay, so these chocolate cupcake Pop Tarts are a new flavor that are hitting shelves alongside returning I hesitate to say favorite because I know no one who really liked it uh, confetti cupcake pop tarts which really just tastes like funfetti or perhaps a grocery store bakery cupcake uh, but to go back to the more interesting one of the two I got to try chocolate cupcake pop tarts and I think they're really great because if it like the old saying goes if it looks like a hostess cupcake and it microwaves like a hostess cupcake and it spills crumbs all over my coffee table like a hostess cupcake. It's probably the same concept because these are clearly a knockoff in the sense that they have that exact same white swirl as a hostess cupcake, as well as the flavor pretty much taken down to a T. It's very fudgy. It's very great. Um, if you look in sort of the Pop-Tarts pantheon, there are a lot of flavors that take this approach of chocolate and something white flavored mm -hmm. whether that's vanilla or sugar <laughs> but so i thought this would be similar to the hot fudge sundae or the chocolate vanilla cream but in reality these are more like choco mallow pop tarts which came out around christmas time a while back as a target exclusive and are sorely missed and sorely underrated so i'm glad to see them represented here again well excellent uh i'm glad that you had some good pop tarts now can we talk about cereal well, one more stage. Let's sort of anamorph it back into okay. the cereal by doing <laughs> something that is Pop-Tart-like, but actually cereal-flavored. And that is new Lucky Charms Marshmallow Blondies. Now, these are only available in packages of 40, so Yikes. I can pro I can build a house of cards with the rest of them that wow, I still I hope have. you find these extremely delicious. They are pretty good. They're really good to just set on your coffee table again and pluck one whenever you get some bad news and just immediately need to swallow it down, I guess. I, um, I don't think you can have a big bowl. Unless this is Jojo Siwa's dressing room, I don't think you can have a giant bowl of Pop-Tart Blondies <laughs> available at arm's reach. <laughs> it really entertains the dinner parties, I'll say. That's but, fair talking about their flavor these things are shaped a lot like those fiber one brownies but they taste a heck of a lot better they've got the same moist only slightly gritty texture with a bunch of marshmallows embedded in it um it's kind of a strange balance of 
bland and sweet with the dough versus the marshmallow, but I think the icing on it really brings them together. And if they ever come out with these in a size that is not, I guess, for like a kindergarten classroom, then I'd recommend most people pick them up for a shot at them. <laughs> yeah, it is just a ludicrous, ludicrous <laughs> amount of... Uh ludicrous amount of blondies i mean even that's enough blondies where you could get to a point where you're like i've got to turn my life around <laughs> but i'm holding off until i finish this huge box of blondies that i bought because there's just so many of them yeah I, I plan to you know sort of measure time in increments of one crate of marshmallow blondies going sure. forward sure i anticipate that'll be about three months so christmas is just Two crates of marshmallow blondies away. Uh, What's our next uh, uh, cereal here? Okay, so if we got a for real cereal here, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to try them yet, but they are blueberry Cheerios. You know, I haven't. Uh, honestly, the the um, I like Cheerios overall, but the uh, I don't. I just don't find them exciting enough. Um, it, it, it kind of goes back to that, like no lack of, like no new tooling, you know, that's really, mm -hmm. I, I, don't, I don't get as, ex as excited about new flavors as I do about, you know, um, new textures, I guess. Hold on. I'm going to need to take a, a deviation there and say, what, what makes you excited about new Chex flavors, but not uh, new Cheerios because, flavors? Because, okay, that's absolutely fair. I would say that new Chex flavors are often um, accompanied by new textures. I would say like, mm. like I would point to like, uh, you know, your, your Graham Chex, for example, your, even the Honey Nut Chex had like uh, some I, I, sugar tartar. Is that acceptable? That sounds right. It's so unappealing, but that, that sort of idea. Um, the one <laughs> exception I get, there was the, what's the, um, Cheerios actually did one. Oh, I saw it on Cereal Time. It was like a um, OD sort of like crunch oh, around Cheerios it, like oat a, crunch. Yeah, there you go. See, I might, I might try yeah. that. That one actually looks pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty solid. I did enjoy that one, but I also enjoyed blueberry Cheerios because I have been very sad ever since Blueberry Toast Crunch left shelves. Um, mm -hmm which is really the second time after it inherited the Tiny Toast legacy, which was tragically short-lived. But Blueberry Cheerios is the closest thing you can get to Blueberry Toast Crunch being back on shelves. It's got less of that pillowy powdered coating, but kind of a better base in my opinion because the Cheerio base is just really hearty and can be platformed off of really well. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if Strawberry Cheerios come back this summer... I recommend pairing the two because it'll still be better oh. than very berry Cheerios. That that's an inner. So is the blueberry the same sort of like sickly sweet uh, pseudo blueberry that we come to expect from like blueberry muffin tops and and the like? It, it's sort of a hybrid of that falseness and the really genuineness because I feel like with genuine blueberry flavor it doesn't always come across very strongly. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate the nod to artificiality that can really give it that pop of new exposure in a sense now i think our last cereal here is fascinating um uh it, it is it is something that sort of uh i a facebook served up to me so that's how i mean facebook's got my number pretty bad <laughs> uh it's called magic spoon 
Um, and I always want to be careful about, uh, you know, overselling the health benefits of, of any sort of, um, uh, uh, individual cereal, no matter what it is, folks, I, 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 I will always submit that cereal is not a health food. It really folks does not matter. (laughs) There's, there's very little, uh, even your like most hardcore grape nuts are like not an everyday food. (laughs) probably but magic spoon is uh advertised i'll just tell you how they advertise it they advertise it as high protein got 12 grams of protein in every bowl low carb only three net carbs per bowl sweet and delicious tastes like you remember only better so this is basically Mm -hmm. trying to be a cereal you can feel good about we've got four flavors here cinnamon frosted fruity and cocoa uh what did you think dan of after all that that lengthy preamble what did you think of magic spoon <laughs> so first of all i think it's interesting that not available in stores edges. by the way not a not a in-store thing this is magicspoon.com you gotta go to get these so I thought it was interesting that you mentioned the ads because I am like 100% sure that they are tracking everyone who's ever visited my site specifically and serving them these. That's probably so fair. If you've ever read anything I've done, you've probably seen them as well because they've got these great packaging. I'm really a big fan of the colors on it and the illustrations. But I think if we were trying to rank them from least favorite to favorite, it would be fruity, then original, then chocolate, and then cinnamon. What's your sort of breakdown before I get yeah, to the Yeah, the fruity is painful. The fruity uh-huh. is mm-hmm. so bad. I mean, it is uh, not just art, <sighs> artificial, but it, okay. So with like artificial sugars, which this is a, a, a lot of artificial sugar. Um, uh, I'm not sure which sweetener they're using. They're, you know, they're, everyone's got an opinion on, on the different sweeteners, but um, with the cocoa and the cinnamon, I feel like you have a little bit of, um, if not bitterness, then uh, sort of something, uh, some other nature, a spice or the the slight bitterness of cocoa to like undercut the fakeness of the sugar. The fruity is just like mm-hmm. leaning into it, and it's just like it feels very like it feels like they're trying to cover up an antibiotic. Yeah, it's it's like cotton candy made of medicine. <laughs> yes, that's yeah, absolutely. So I think. Overall, my impression was that these taste a lot like sort of protein bars, like power bars. Sure, yeah. So you can get that sort of way undertones, but it's sort of weirdly nostalgic for me because I wrote about this in my blog that back uh, in college, I used to eat a lot of power bars, not for any legitimate reason, but just as something quick to eat while I was playing Super Smash Brothers for several hours uh, in the basement of the commons. But so, yeah, it really takes me back to those more wistful days and it really does taste like i remember but not maybe in the sense that they intended <laughs> right yeah that's that's that uh, it's i okay I, my opinion i had all these i ate all these um and as we covered um i think that like the trouble i'm having is this if you are going to make an occasional indulgence in your life I think that you should just go ahead and eat some cereal would be what I would say, right? I mean, just go ahead and eat some cereal. And and that, you know, if you're going to ha- make eat this every day, I still don't think you'll be grateful. 
like I still don't think it doesn't it doesn't taste um good enough that you're like well I'll never need cereal again and I had the strangest thing uh while I was eating it this is never I mean like I don't leave cereal uneaten it simply <laughs> does not happen I go to the bottom of the bowl every time I'm a bottom <laughs> of the bowl boy with these I got like halfway through a couple bowls of these and realized like I'm tired of doing this like I don't want to be <laughs> eating this anymore uh personally um yeah they, they really made eating cereal feel like going to the gym yes yes uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a market out there uh for people on like a keto diet if that's if that's sure. your thing i don't yes. i don't know how you got here listening to us right but, <laughs> yeah the only one that i think i really enjoyed was the cinnamon because they put like a nice gingerbread note in there that i appreciated yeah. Ultimately, though, they're they're kind of expensive too. Yeah, and the chew the chew is off. The chew feels a little bit. I would say, uh, did you see, feel like gritty, a little bit mm -hmm, of like grit mm -hmm. to it, and that could have been the 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 fake sugar. Um, uh, you know, not a bad substitute if 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 you are someone who's like fully committed to living the 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 low carb uh, lifestyle. Um, you know, maybe it's not a bad thing to have around the house for an occasional indulgence um but i i just overall i, I feel like if, if you're not uh, sort of religiously committed to that it's probably not worth it agreed agreed so for our last segment dan you have some boxes some classic some classic cereal boxes yeah, this is a really fun one. So my friend and uh, sort of constant reference here on the show, Gabe Fonseca of Serial Time, some years back, he, ha he has a giant cereal box collection, if you don't know, the most impressive that I've ever seen. And at one point, he just randomly offered to mail me some doubles that he has. And I was surprised with how many he actually sent me. It was probably like over 50. Um, and I always wanted to do something about them for my blog. And I did post about them once, but... I really wanted to take it to the next level and describe some of these boxes that I think are really cool. And, you know, we'll upload some scans on our Twitter uh, so you can check those out as soon as you're done listening to this and really experience the full visceral connection. But yeah, I have three here today and let me go through them real quick in sort of reverse chronological order. Okay. Uh, so the, the first one we have here is fairly recent from 2013. It is Cinnamon Pop Cereal from Kellogg's. Um, but what's interesting about this one is that in Canada, where this box is from, Pops, the brand, is much different. Uh, where here in the States, we have these sort of uh, these limp popcorn kernels. In Canada, they're actual crunchy spheres. And while I can't say one is objectively better than the other, uh, I think this is a really nice flavoring of it. But the real thing that's intriguing about this box is the back of it. It has a comic on it that it feels really wholesome, but then it takes a turn it's got two mascots it's got a corn pop and a cinnamon stick and when i first saw this i thought it was going to be like apple jacks but in reality these two are looking at the clouds on the ground and the cinnamon stick says clouds look like many things uh and then the corn pop who i would say looks a lot like pac-man wearing gym shorts says look cinnamon a fish and the cloud is a fish at which point cinnamon says that's a dog pushing a kid on a swing and the cloud indeed does look like that uh, 
But at this point, uh, Popman is like, that looks like a foot. And he's very happy. And then his friend Cinnamon lying right next to him just gets absolutely stomped on by a giant hairy foot <laughs> with uh, the effect of a schwam. And okay. the look on this corn pop's face is absolutely mortifying. <laughs> he is just a withered husk of a corn pop. And you can literally see bits of his friend crumbed around him on top of him. And I just can't believe that this is like, this is like peak 2019 Twitter humor on a kid's cereal box five <laughs> years ago, six years ago. So uh, yeah, I was really impressed by that one. What else we got? So the next one is from 1998, and this is a box of General Mills Major League Grand Slams, a baseball-flavored cereal, which I believe should be a role model for a lot of licensed cereals going forward because it does a very subtle thing to make it more interesting than sort of the bland uh, puffs and marshmallows or oats and marshmallows that we see from most licensed cereals. But, I mean, from the start, this is the exact same formula that I just described, but the corn pups... <laughs> Somewhere between a puff and a pop is what I said. Um, the corn pop spheres have these red lines on them to make them look exactly like baseballs. And I just want all of today's marketers to know that all you need to do to really appeal to people is draw some lines on things, make it more interesting, and make the box holographic. And you'll have a cereal that's far more memorable than the sort of Super Mario cereals and the, the Moana cereals of the world. <laughs> Okay, I did save the best for last as well. This is a box of Honey Nut Cheerios from, let me inspect the label real quick, 1995. So it's got a very old styling of Buzz the Bee on it, very cool. But what's interesting is that, and very topical in today's cinematic environment, we have Sonic the Hedgehog promoting a free Sega game tips on the back and an instant win sweepstakes. So this pretty much puts Buzz the Bee canonically in the Sonic the Hedgehog uh, cinematic universe. That's the law. That's the law, folks. Yeah. <laughs> and on the back, this is a totally 90s design offering the Sega sweepstakes where you can win a Sega Genesis, copies of Genesis games, as well as some Sega t-shirts. And below that, they have some tip cards that you can clip out and use to help you out with your favorite games, uh, which in this case would be Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Sonic <laughs> Spinball, and of course the treasured classic Toe Jam and Earl, Panic on Funkotron. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, again, I think, a valid lesson for serial box producers today to stop putting, I don't know, these these games of memory on the back. I see all of them doing that now. It's kind mm -hmm. of lazy because you have to cut something out. It's not really useful versus cutting these out, and you can have that with you. You can put it in your wallet next to your license, and if you are ever confused while playing Toad Jam and Earl, you can consult your piece of cardboard and learn that Funk Moves and Funk Scan both use Funk Points. So watch these closely. Perfect. You know, truly advice to for anyone in any walk of life. You know the box that sticks with me hmm. is uh, Morning Funnies. You ever see that? Oh, was that the one? That wasn't the one that was shaped like smiles, no. No, uh, it was, yeah, no, no, the cereal pieces were shaped like smiles, but oh. really robust uh, fruit colors, like a, lot, a really nice grape and lime and orange. But the big appeal was that you could open, the back of the box would actually open 
to reveal comics that you could read. Mm. Um, so it would like dimensionality. Yeah. It had like a back flap that you could open and it had like Beetle Bailey and Hagar the Horrible, High and Lois, Family Circus, like no good car comics, but it did <laughs> no have money in that budget. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was big pieces too, which, which I, which I can get into if I'm just like dry snack and it only ran for a couple of years in the late eighties. But, um, I, that is when I think of fun cereal boxes, that is the one that always springs to mind. Nice. Nice. So yeah, that's, uh, all the throw boxes that I have for you today. If anyone here listening won one of those thousand Sega Genesis, Genesis, uh, give us a shout and you'll be forever immortalized in serial history. I want to thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. Um, uh, we, we really enjoy making it and, and we're sorry we've been absent. I've just had a wild few weeks. We've both been just uh, anxious to get back and anxious to be here with you. If you go to bowl.rest, you can find so much more about this show. Uh, find links to subscribe in your favorite application. You can find a link to support the podcast. We sure appreciate that. Half of that money that you uh, tip us there with that is going to go to Seriously. Their lights on. Half goes to a food shelter here in Huntington, West Virginia. So, um, uh, if you could support the show, that means a lot. I've just now noticed at bowl.rest, there is a button that says send voice message, which oh. is hugely exciting. And I don't, <laughs> I don't eat folks. I don't even know how those would get to us. I have no idea of how that would We're happen. We're about to get so many though. <laughs> yeah. What's, let's think of a prompt, Dan. What, what's a prompt that you would like, um, that you, that, that you would like people if they want to send a, a voice voice message not to put you on the spot but oh, no, um, no. I've, got, I've got a perfect one in mind tell me yeah uh so i was gonna actually mention this um also if you want to email us you can hit us up at mail at bowl.rest yeah uh, i got a message from a fellow named george uh who had a little bit of a rough patch lately and i want to give him a shout out and uh, hope you're doing great and have a great tomorrow uh but he also asked uh what would we say is the best celebration cereal to eat after you know you won something or you had a bad day and you really just want to you know get back to those bright days and have something that really empowers you and makes you feel awesome so what would be your best celebration cereal justin uh mine would be the gotta go with the pebs free pebbles <laughs> pure pure <laughs> just put it right in your veins <laughs> yeah i think mine would personally at this stage in my life be powdered donuts for obvious reasons yeah. classic <laughs> But yeah, if you can figure out how to make that voice message function work, just yeah. bellow your favorite celebration cereal to us. Um, folks, that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Um, uh, we, we appreciate you. And as always, uh, for Dan Gobert, I'm Justin McElroy. And don't forget, forget it. to drink. Drink the, the milk. milk. <laughs> Got it. Got that K together for sure. <laughs>